Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where rumor has it that it is not just raining here in New York, but but rain has report, been reported today in Jerusalem as well. Marit Hagasha, man alive. God, do those prayers work or what, Avrami? Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm Miriam El Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network on this bleary day here on the beautiful Lower East Side. You can find me right. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch, coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network on the beautiful Lower East Side. I say that even when it's yucky outside. Boko Tov to Avrami. He's just managing uh, our incoming phone call, so I will give him a second. But I'm sure we're going to hear about his yantif, about his chag, and about his uh, commute as well. What's up, Avram? Baruch Hashem, all is well. And um, yeah, everything was actually really great on my holiday, I have oh, to nice. say. Yeah, lots of people coming over. Weather, for the most part, good. When my schach blew off, it was still somewhat attached, so it was able to put it back on after Shabbos pretty easily. Not bad. So <laughs> so you didn't have a whole disastrous effect on the sukkah? No, it was everything I have to say was good. The commute in was good. So Baruch Hashem. And the commute this well. morning was good? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. the weather hadn't started yet. Right. Although oh. it was a little bit dark in the morning. I was like, oh, I can't believe it's still nighttime, but... All as well. Now I got to get the phone. Yeah, so. I know. You got to get the phone. Yeah, the uh, we're about to change the clocks here in New York. So it's getting, it is dark rather early, which is throwing my kids off completely because I keep waking them up for school. And they're like, but it's it's dark, right? It's not it's not dark because it's nighttime. It's dark because the sun has not come up yet. They're a little bit, they're a little bit, but they're also jet lagged. So it really doesn't matter. They are totally confused. I had a, a slight mutiny on my hands yesterday morning after we landed um, back from Israel, I we got ho- we got back to our house at around six ten, and uh, I put the kids on the bus an hour later. They were nished happy with me, Avrami, but I trying to convince them that the best way to combat jet lag is just to get back on schedule. Right? Don't you agree with that? You got to agree with that, except for the fact they're like, yeah, but can't we have the day off? No, that's not getting back on schedule. That's having another day off. Anyway, whatever. It's all. What'd you say? Oh, okay. All right. All good. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's super funny. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitter, Nachum Siegel Net, all one word. Miriam L. Wallach, also all one word. Let's do the fortune cookie. Yoni has let me know that we are at the bottom of the fortune cookie barrel. I never thought I'd actually say that. Who actually runs out of fortune cookies? But yeah, this is the last one. I'm just letting you know that uh, I'm going to have to be ordering some uh, Chinese food. So, Or shout out to our friends at Chopsticks. I'm pretty sure they're the ones, besides, of course, Yehudas, who hooked me up with a huge box of fortune cookies the last time all right today's fortune your skills and talents will be called on in unusual areas all right i'm in i don't know what that means but that's ooh, that's ominous all right we're gonna hold on to that fortune uh national holidays jamie you'll like this one it it's cranky co-workers day right which i seem to be celebrating and unfortunately for uh my co-workers they are suffering from as well. Yeah, a little bit, uh, a little bit groggy here, a little bit migrainey here, but that's all right. It's also Navy Day. I'm not sure what that means, but if it's a shout out to our service men and women in the U- United States Navy, and of course in the Israeli Navy, shout out to you. And it's World Day for Audiovisual Heritage. I'm not sure what that means, but frankly, I'm happy I just got it out right. Um, it's. I, I want to do a bit of an of a Israel Sukkot roundup, um, very very quickly. Every suggestion that I got from Joanna Shebson, that Joanna shared with us before Chag. Joanna, again, is from Fun in Jerusalem, and she's also a Bite Size contributor. You can hear her interviews Wednesday morning on Bite Size, hosted by Yoni Pollock. Um, every suggestion that I got from Joanna was a hit. And I, yeah, it was really fantastic. And I, I've 
already planned on going into further discussion with about this with Nahum during the live lunch today at 11 o'clock. But I just want to give her a shout out because the last show we did before Chag was uh, fun and Jerusalem related. So shout out to Jerusalem, to Jerusalem, to Joanna. Every single thing, I'm not even kidding, every single thing that we tried from her website was a hit. So if you are planning a family trip to Jerusalem or you just want to see what I'm talking about, go to funandjerusalem.com. Even the even getting reservations was like the the absolute most simplest thing. Response times were fast. The whole thing was great. So I am... Um, I'm super proud of her, and I'm happy that she is now contributing here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You are listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. My guests today are hackers, and um, I, I'm, I'm super excited to discuss this with them. Actually, Yeshiva University is hosting a hackathon, uh, which we will explain further in just a moment. It starts Motzei Shabbat, October 29th. It starts at 8.30 p.m., and goes to the next day, October 30th. It will take place on YU's Wilf campus. And we have two of the coordinators on the phone with us today. We have Meredith Shapiro and Menachem Ben-Chimol. I hope I got that right. Did I get that right, Menachem? Ben-Chimol, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, then it's Ben-Simon? Ben-Chimol. <laughs> Ben-Chimol. All right. Well, I'm just going to yeah. call you Menachem and work with that. Is that all right? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Don't worry. <laughs> Excellent. So I thank you both for joining me. And is it okay if I call you hackers? Um, I mean, I'm not really a sure. hacker, but call me a hacker. <laughs> All right. So, Meredith, since you embraced your hackerdom um, and you're, you're fine being called a hacker, let, let's start for a second and just explain what a hackathon is. This is not the first hackathon. This is actually the third annual hackathon that's hosted by Yeshiva University and by Yeshiva University students. But explain to everyone what a hackathon is. Um, okay. So, a hackathon is a 24-hour computer science coding event where students are able to like create projects or apps or robots or and like invent things and work on a team and you split up into teams and you work on your project as a team for, and you go straight for 24 hours and then we have like activities on the, like fun activities on the side like we have like a super mario smash bros tournament and like mini drone racing and other things fun things like that to like keep you awake because it's a uh, Kind of a long time. Right. It's, it's a really fun, really great opportunity, and it allows you to see what, like, what, like, the potential you have of what you can make within 24 hours. Like, last year we had people coming up with projects and ideas that one one group, like, rearranged the whole um, how to schedule classes here at YU, and that was, it was really cool, and it made it, like, found a convenient and innovative way to fix something that, fix a problem or issue that they may have seen. So it's a really great opportunity to be able to do things like that or to build an app or a robot. Like uh, two years ago, they built, there was a group that built a robot that like every time you told it happy birthday, it would start singing and blowing confetti and things like that. <laughs> That's fun. I know that mm-hmm. I know that you had you had mentioned um, previously that you don't have to be a programmer or a computer science major to either come to the hackathon or be a participant in the hackathon. So who is this really geared for if not people who are specifically programming or coding or a computer science major? So I mean, it's I can for... answer that. Oh, you want to answer that, or you go for it. Go for it. Okay. I mean, as I mentioned, I'm not a hacker. I mean. I started like coding like five months ago, and I went to my first hackathon. And we built. Um, I was. I went with a team, and like I saw around. I saw people. Half the people didn't know how to code, 
I mean, the other people basically have the idea, and they tell the what you call the so-called coders, like, please uh, build me this software, this app, or this robot. We will do the research. I don't know. We'll put some team spirit. It's really open for anybody. How many people do you think are coming just for the social scene? And I'm not minimizing it because I think that every opportunity for guys and girls to get together, especially at a YU event, is is something that everyone should take advantage of. So, how many people do you think that show up to an event like this and they are not they are not computer related at all? They don't know how to code and they know how to spell the word code and that's where it ends. But are coming because you know they're interested in seeing who else is going to be there. Well, probably a lot of people, like a few hundred. Yeah, so we have we have about 200 people signed up for the event, and I'd say a good 30, 40% probably had indicated that they on the sign-up that they are not so familiar with coding and things like that. And we're going to have a lot of walk-ins also. Yeah, but also to there's, like, other aspects besides coding and engineering and things like that at the hackathon. Like, for, for like, at the end, you have to, like, present your... Um, you have to present your app or your project, and that like takes like some like I'm a I'm not a computer science major, I'm a business major, and like they need people like in marketing or things like that to be able to produce like a presentation and be able to sell the app and like get the ideas flowing and work things like that. So really, it's it's even if you don't know how to code, you can still be very very helpful and do a lot. Meredith, how many women are involved in um, or have registered so far, both from um, the computer science world and, I mean, you speak to it now, from the business world as well? Um, right now, we haven't really sorted it by, like, female, male, but uh, I'd say a good, I think it's a good 40% 30, 30 female presence, yeah. yeah. And does that, does that, I mean, I, I guess I can throw this out to either one of you. Does that surprise you? I mean, or is it just that, that this is a field that is at this point very open to both genders and something that is exciting to both genders? I know that a, a number of years ago and not too many years ago in, in the recent past, there was an entire effort made to bring girls into the STEM world. And so st- science and technology, mathematics, etc. we were, we were, we were making a, an effort to bring women, to bring young girls into this field. So now we're looking at it and we're saying we have a why you event and there are about 40% are already women. So is that, is, is that, the, is that the norm at this point? Have we successfully um, brought girls in? You know, have we successfully brought women in to this field? Or is it just that this is also something that's good for an Orthodox woman? Um, I think, I, I don't think the world has gotten to that point yet. I think coming from a, like I'm a computer science minor here at Stern, uh, which, is, which is an all-women's school, I would say because it is, I think there's a stronger female presence because a lot of times people, like, studies have shown, like, people, they, like, ask people why, why you're not, like, why, why not go into computer science? It's a great, it's an incredible field, especially for Orthodox women. You can, like, find a job from home, even in Israel or America or wherever you are. It's, it's a great, great opportunity. Mostly, most of the time, you're able to make your own hours, and you're able to work from home, and it's just very. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a convenient, it's a convenient, really fun, and great job opportunity for 
people everywhere. Menachem, Menachem, are you yep. surprised by how many women that you see? I mean, at the last hackathon that you were at and, and the number of, of, um, of people who have already enrolled who are women for this upcoming hackathon, are you surprised at the, at the female contingent? I mean, not at all. Last semester, we had almost the same amount, maybe a bit less. But, like, I mean, it's a good thing to see more women involved in hackathons and coding. I mean, it's the future, so it's, uh, it's good to turn around. No, it certainly is the future. www.inventyu.com is where you can get more information about the event. Tell me also about why this year's event is a little bit different from previous event, from previous years. I know there is an Israeli technology sector. Menachem, can you talk to me about that? Yeah, so this year we're going to have uh, Masa, Nefesh Meneshesh, and then some other startups that are going to come over and, like, you know, showcase uh, Israeli ingenuity and innovation. Um, you know, since from current events like the UNESCO and everything else going on in Israel, you want, uh, you know, people to talk about Israel in a more startup, more entrepreneurial way. Um, you know, something else to talk about, um, because Israelis, they're, they're known as a startup nation, like... I don't know, NYU, a lot of people don't know, don't know that. Mm. So we want to we tell them, yeah, it is the start of the nation. There's something else you can do instead of accounting here in NYU. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's also job opportunities to work in Israel if you want to make Aliyah. So are, they, are, the, um, are the projects that are being worked on during the hackathon being presented to a particular panel at the end? Is that how the tech, is that how those startups are being integrated into the program, or is that like a separate sector of the program? Um, well, it's more of a separate. Yeah. It's more of a separate sector. They're going to be um, they're going to be coming and tabling and presenting their their what they do, and and people are going to be able to walk around and ask them questions and go into more like ask them more details about what it is they're doing, why they're doing it, and hopefully like inspire the coders that are there, like. To make to make something incredible and worthwhile that you can really carry through, not just not just something that you have that you made at a hackathon one time, but something that you made at the hackathon. Like you, you're going to continue with it like afterwards, and you're going to take it and and do something with it. Meredith, is is this your first hackathon? Um, no, I was actually I helped organize last year's also. So let me just ask you a question since your background is business, your major is business. Do you feel that, um, I guess it's almost two part. Do you feel that some of the, the, the projects that come out of the hackathon from what you saw last year actually are projects that have legs that could potentially go somewhere? 100%. Yeah. I really think, I think a lot of these ideas, like they're really, the people that are working on them really worked hard and, like for example, like my group last year, we made um, we made like a Shabbos alarm clock that that you can. I mean, we we didn't get a chance to finish it because it was the people who were organizing the event also, so it was sort of like a side project. But an alarm clock that would be able to like a Shabbos alarm clock, so it like turns off on its own. You don't have to touch it. Like you like keep your phone somewhere else. But it'll like if you're in a high building, like I know when I stay for in for Shabbos at Stern, like. I don't like want to go all, walk all the way down the stairs just to see what the weather is. So something that'll like tell you what the weather is. So if you're stuck in a high building, then you don't have to go out just to check the weather and Shabbos and something like that. I don't, like I personally just think that would be really useful for 
especially people in the city. So how important is it for you as the, the business end of it? Not You're not the coder, but you're the business end of it. To be... Um, in, oh, sorry. Oh, so so my major is, is business intelligence. So it's, so it's the business equivalent of computer science. Like, ah, okay. Got it. And I think okay. when Occam is also the same major. Yeah, I'm also in that major. Also. Oh, okay. So then I... Okay, great. So then let me ask you both the same question. How important is it for you guys to be in, to be part of the inception of a project? So I, I presume that there are going to be some projects that are going to be presented at the end of this hackathon where the business people, so to speak, are not involved from the beginning. But had they been involved from the beginning, maybe the project would have been different. So how important is it for both, you know, the front of the house, so to speak, and the back of the house to work together from the beginning? Menachem, you want to start this one? Uh, Yeah, sure. I mean, um, for the business people like ourselves, um, you know, um, other uh, projects doesn't only consist of uh, software I mean, it consists of a logo. It consists of, you know, how nice the website looks, how how it can sell. I mean, that's our part. So basically, um, what we can do, I mean, what I did last semester, I mean, I gave them tips how to change the website, what logos to put, um, you know, all the, all the other stuff. But uh, Mer- uh, Meredith, did you want to add to that? Um, sorry, one second. What did you say? <laughs> I, I I wanted I just was wondering if you wanted to add to what Menachem was talking about the website etc the development. Um, I think he covered most of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We are featuring two students who are event organizers for this uh, upcoming hackathon, which will be hosted by Yeshiva University starting uh, Matzei Shabbos this Saturday night at 8.30 p.m. at the Heights Lounge on the Wolf Campus. And it goes till Sunday night. Um, it goes from 8.30 to 8.30, Saturday night to Sunday night. Um, and sounds like it is going to be very, very exciting. Menachem, what brought you to start coding about five months ago? I know that the coding is not something that you will necessarily uh-huh. find 40-year-olds picking up. So while <laughs> I, I'm listening to you talking about, yeah, I started coding five yeah. months ago. Yeah, that's not something you but, could hear me say. So what made you start? <laughs> it's actually a very funny story. Um, the other organizer's name is Aaron Andy. I think he was in the in this show actually last semester. Um he came into my room. We we started talking about coding, and like literally that night, he sat me down, sat down with me in the computer, and we went to codeacademy.com. And literally, I was working on HTML and CSS, which is basically um, um, how to build websites, like a coding language. And he taught me like for two hours that night when I met him. And since then, like I started like, started liking this, saying, "Hey, this is fun. Like, let's continue." I mean, little by little. I started seeing that you can build apps, you can build a website, and it's not that complicated. I mean, you just have to put in the time and consistency, but, like, it's possible. And what are you going to be working on this Saturday night? So because we are organizers, I mean, I'm not sure if we can actually work on projects because we have MLH and one of the rules right. is that we can really work on a project. But, like, I'll be walking around and talking to people. And Meredith- right, because we, we are, in like, a official, like, it's Major League Hacking Organization, is um, one of our official backers, and they, they run hackathons all over. So they have, so they ask that the head coordinators not participate just because, because 
that's how they run their events. But there, if you you could look it up on their them up on the website, they run hackathons all across America. Well, I'm fascinated. Our, I'm fascinated by the fact that there's something called Major League Hackers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't that's know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if it's the baseball fan in me or the fact that the series is going on or whatever, but. <laughs> Um, I think that that's it just, is a sport. <laughs> you know, it, again, it, it, this brings me back to what you what we just discussed. You know, a, a minute ago, the fact that to you it's a sport, and I respect that wholeheartedly, and it's something you picked up five months ago, and you you know you're saying that it's easy and and that it requires oh, it's time. not easy. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> something that it's that it requires time and consistency. Yeah. Not easy. Like, like I could do it, but yeah. Um, but I'm listening to it going and saying, you're saying it's a sport and I, I just, it's something I respect. It's not something that I <laughs> can find myself ever seeing doing, but, um, but it's just, I hear it as a competition. I just don't, it's not an athletic sport. It's an intellectual sport. Yeah. What do a you, creative sport. <laughs> a, right. A creative sport. Do you, do, do people do, um, do people who have signed up have to sign up in groups? Are they coming prepared with what they want to work on or is it all completely like organic when they get there? I mean, some um, people sign up in groups and like some people that sign up individually, um, if they don't have a group, like we set them up a team, put them on teams when they come here. And does, so when people go to inventyu.com where they can get all their information, they register there and they can either register in a group or they register individually and then you take it from there? Yeah. Yeah, they register there and then we send them the information and all they have to do is come to the event and they can start coding. They just bring their computer, their chargers, and... Yeah. What is the so, <laughs> right? I was going to ask you, what does the Heights Lounge look like in the middle of? I mean, you know, the last time I stayed up all night, it was Lael Shavuos. You know what I mean? So I can't imagine sitting up all night with a computer in front of me and being able to actually stay stay awake. So tell so tell me what the room looks like. Tell me what the space looks like with people just camped out all night on their computers. Um. So. So the room is set up like it normally is, just with a bunch more tables, and then we have an area with the projectors and the screens and pre- like a presentation area. And then outside of the high plunge, we have like the the table set up with the people, with all the different companies and organizations that are coming to table and like tell more about what they do. Um, it's it's when it gets to like late into the night or early in the morning, whichever you'd say, I guess. It, it it looks it some people do end up going back and going to sleep for a few hours um but i don't know i stayed up the whole time last year and it, it i don't know it really it's a different feeling like staying up the whole time being up 24 hours or more um and being able to really get the full amount of time out of it and what time does the pre- what time do presentations start um so presentations start at 6.30. So if anyone who's not coming to the hackathon for the whole time, I really, like, if you're not able to come, at, like, for most of it, I really highly suggest coming at 6.30 for the project presentation because it's, 
like people really create like incredible things. That was going to be my next question. Are people invited? Those of us who are over yes. 40 who cannot Anybody's stay up. Invited. <laughs> okay. Everyone's invited. Everyone's invited to be at Yeshiva people University. People of all over ages. <laughs> people, exactly. Even people like me are invited to the Heights Lounge um, at the Wolf Campus. That's 515 uh, West 185th Street in Manhattan. The presentations will start at 630 and the the fruits of the labor of the hackathon will be shown, will be presented at that point. Now, here's the last question. Is there a winner? Yeah, there'll be prizes. there are winners and prizes. Well, give, tell me what the top prize is, because then I'm really going to be there. Last um, semester, we had hoverboards. Last, you had hoverboards last semester. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we, we couldn't really get those this year because they uh, started, not not the ones we had, but... They started Absolutely. exploding. About the exploding right. boards around. Right. That so. I that I would imagine is a grand prize with a bang. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the kind of grand prize that you're looking for. But I I would have paid money to see somebody hoverboarding through uh, the Wolf Campus. That's something <laughs> that I definitely would have definitely would have gone to YU to see. Anyway, more information can be found at inventyu.com. My thanks to both of you for joining me. And Hatzlacha this Motei Shabbat. Again, the YU Hackathon this Motei Shabbos from uh, 8.30 to 8.30, Saturday night to Sunday night. And if you're like me, over 40, can't stay up for an extended period of time, show up at the Heights. (laughs) Thank you. Show up at the Heights Lounge at least on Sunday night for 6.30 for presentations of all of the projects from the Hackathon. Good luck to you guys thank you thank you you've been listening to that's life here at the Nahum Siegel Network I gotta tell you I'm I'm always proud of like student-run events at Yeshiva University because they're continually speaking to what's going on in the world and I love things that are student-run it's just it's just exciting but I don't even understand how to do half the things that they're discussing staying up all night is contra- is uh, complicated enough for me to begin with let alone sitting down to code anyway you've been listening to that live let's go through the lineup for the rest of the day so you know what to expect what to look forward to and what not to miss the live lunch starts in just a few moments hosted by Nahum Siegel and a live programming continues the rest of the day starting after 1 o'clock. You do not want to miss that. JM and the AM tomorrow morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. If you are a terrestrial radio listener, that means that you are used to listening on 91.1. Don't forget, time to download the app. Because after December 1st, Nachum will no longer be heard on WFMU and will be exclusively here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure to make that accommodation. The weekly update tomorrow morning scheduled for 7.40 a.m. with Malcolm Holmline. Don't miss that as well. Plenty of UNESCO talk. One thing UNESCO has provided for this show, plenty of material. Also, at the conclusion of JM and AM, Naomi Nachman is brand new. Table for two tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull. This Motzei Shabbat. Matis hosts another wonderful edition of JM Sunday this Sunday morning from 7 to 9 we a.m. Eastern Time. We leave you today with the Moshav Band and Breshit off of their Return Again album. My thanks to Avrami for that selection. Yes, he just took a little bit of a bow. And I've got to tell you, I have a great selection for Noah for last week, though if you looked outside, you'd think I want to play it today. But anyway, Moshav Band and Breshit, again, off of the Return Again album. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Bereshit bara Elohim 
את השמיים, את השמיים ואת הארץ. בראשית ברא אלוהים את השמיים, את השמיים ואת הארץ. והארץ הייתה תוהו ובוהו חושך על פני תהום, ורוח אלוהים מרחבת על פני המים. ויאמר אלוהים איוב ואיוב, ויער אלוהים טהור. חושך קרה לילה, ויבדל אלוהים בין האור ובין החושך, ויקרא אלוהים לאור יום, ולחושך קרה לילה, והארץ הייתה תוהו ובוהו, וחושך על פני תהום. רוח אלוהים מרחבת על פני המים. ויאמר אלוהים איוב ואיוב. ויער אלוהים טהור כי טוב. ויאמר אלוהים איוב ואיוב. listening to That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. Coming up next, live lunch with me, Nahum Siegel, right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> 